Um, so what are some of the other like foundational, uh, I guess, universal relationship goals that we can think of? Love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we missed this one. Like this was one of the most important things. Welcome back to another episode of In Comes the Money. My name is Pekins. And my name is Nikla. So today we're talking about uh, relationship goals, finding love. So relationship goals, you see that as a hashtag everywhere. Um, and I guess different people have different ideas about what relationship goals. Different perspectives, goals, yeah. What, what it is. what it, um, And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, we have a would you rather. Yes. Um, so, our would you rather for today, um, we actually have two. So, the first one is going to be, would you rather spend two years with your soulmate only to have them die and you never love again? Or would you rather spend your life with someone nice that you settled for? Mm, you know, I actually forgot what they were. So, it's actually a, a complete... <laughs> <laughs> surprised to me like oh man yeah but you you tough one he doesn't tell me before so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he says so i'll just say them again um so the first one two years with your soulmate only to have them die and you never love again or spend your life with someone nice that you settle for oh. do you want to go first or should i um i can go first I I want to choose the two years with a soulmate, mm-hmm. but having them die after two years, two years is not enough. I feel like, because they're obviously going to die, like, they're probably going to die suddenly, so I'm not going to know that it's, like, that it's going to happen, and I'm probably not going to know that I'll never love them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'll never love again. Um, and like, I want kids and I, you know, when you, when you meet someone and you get married and you, you fall in love like that, you basically like envision your whole life with them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like having that ripped away from you after two years, like, I don't think that I choose that. I think I, I choose. Yeah. I definitely choose someone that I would get to spend my life with, but um, they're nice and hopefully respectful and we get along and I know that I will be able to spend my lifetime with them and we will grow to love each other and be like soulmates. Hmm. So, so you're saying that nice guys don't always have to finish last? No, they don't. They don't. Especially not in these would you rather okay. Got it. But this is your soulmate. But my soulmate for only two years, like obviously like i want kids mm-hmm. i want i want a whole life with someone so yeah. knowing that i have to choose between two years with a soulmate or lifetime with someone that's nice mm-hmm. i mean it's for me it's it's a no-brainer i, I yeah. want the lifetime what about you i would definitely choose <laughs> you always make it so dramatic i know you're <laughs> gonna choose the same one I would choose. Oh my gosh! Do you see this? <laughs> uh, no, I'm going with the nice girl. <laughs> see? Um, yeah, definitely. Because 
for for some of the same reasons that you mentioned, um, I if I know that you're gonna die in two years, then I also can't plan a whole life with you. Um, but even what if you didn't know? If I didn't know, then I'd choose the first one. Because like that's just how it is right now. Yeah. You don't know if I'm gonna die. You're not. Yeah. We're gonna die old together. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but then it'll just be like regular. You because no one ever knows anything about like the yeah, future that's about true. how you're gonna die. That's a good point. So I I I definitely choose the stronger connection if I didn't know if we're gonna if if she's gonna die in two years. But if I do know, um, I would rather choose to um have an in definite or an unspecified amount of time with someone that is nice to me and we get along someone's nice but you did settle for them but i did settle and yeah and and i i didn't well yeah i'd I'd rather choose that because you can always work on a relationship and build it and and make it great and grow to love someone exactly especially if you have the foundations of a um uh um if you especially if you have, if you have the qualities of someone of a good relationship yeah and i feel like love is like so complex and mm-hmm. like as you go through different stages and also like the time that you spend with someone so you're spending this lifetime with them so all those shared experiences like you will grow like very like fond of them you're, you'll yeah. will start to really love them even if in the beginning you settle for them yeah and why would you ever choose a mean person you know what i mean like a nice person. why did why did it say someone nice yeah <laughs> like of- i think that's an easy choice because you know you want someone that's going to treat you right who wouldn't want that yeah i mean i don't know but i would all i would always choose someone that is nice to me but i guess your soulmate would be nice to you too yeah, because that's your soulmate. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. So um, let us know what you guys think. I'm, I'm curious if you choose two years with your soulmate only to have them die and you never love again or spend your lifetime with someone nice that you settle for. Yep. And because we love this segment so much, we have a second one. So on to the next, would you rather? <laughs> so our second one. Oh, this one's really, really fun. So would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year? And this is before we met each other and we're not married at the, in this <laughs> yeah, scenario. We, we didn't meet. We didn't know each other yet. So instead of the day um, that we met each other, would we have chosen to meet each other on that day or win the lottery next year? It's a tough one. So true love today, lottery next year. You go first. I already know. I know what you're going to choose. <laughs> I know what I'm going to choose. Hmm. Um, okay. So the year that I met you, I was, com- I was very, very ambitious and trying to accomplish a whole bunch of goals. But I w- was also looking for um, a wife, as weird as this sounds, I was. Um, and luckily I found you. Um, with that being said, let's tell people what, let's tell everyone what the last lottery winnings 
Yeah, so there was one in Wisconsin, and it was $120 million. So would you rather find true love today or win $120 million next year? Yes. So (laughs) my answer is... I'd, I'd win the lottery and then I I'll find you. I knew you would. I knew you would. I mean, I'd do the same thing. Like, we all we all want to find love. But, like, even with this scenario, we're, we're not assuming that, like, you'll never find love. Yep. It's just like, we can put this off for a little bit if we know that we're going to win the lottery. Not only that, like, um. After winning the lottery, I'll manage the money and make sure that it's in a good place. You'll pl- build your empire. I'll build an empire. And then when when I do meet you, um, a few weeks later. Um, <laughs> a few weeks later. Look at this. He's assuming that, okay, you win the lottery. You, you're basically going to like win the lottery twice because you're going to find your. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It does, doesn't say you can't. Um, so, yeah. So after after winning the lottery. Uh, make sure I put the money in the right place, be smart with it and all of that. And, um, and make sure that, you know, when you, when we get in a relationship together, you're, you're not, you're not getting a relationship with someone that doesn't have it together financially. I got it together. Apparently you'll have 120 million. Hopefully it it still will exist. At least. Come on. Come on. So I I think a lot of times people Mm -hmm. wouldn't like, when you when you win the lottery, you don't know what to Blow do because you're not ready for it. And then it. you start loaning out, basically giving, gift, mm-hmm. gifting everyone, buying yeah. everybody houses. Yeah, but I've always had a um, uh, uh, not a not a cheap mindset, but I've always I've always looked at money as you've had a scarcity mindset. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I I always respected money because mm-hmm. I know that um, it. it it takes sacrifice to get it and you don't just blow it away just because you have it. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if you want to have fun, that's an investment. That's okay. You spend money to have fun. If you want to invest it so that you can you still spend all your money to have fun. Exactly. And gr- growing up, I, I knew that if you have money, you do as much as you, you make that money stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, like my mom would go to different grocery stores and whatnot to make sure that she gets this, 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 uh, low price here, that low price there. And she, she'd feed us for a while on a, <laughs> on a small budget. And, you know, it, it, that doesn't have to stop because you get rich, you know, cause it's, you're just going to buy more expensive stuff. Yeah. You're just talking about being smart with your money. Yep. Yeah, so, so lottery, lottery it is. is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, so for this one, tell us what you guys think. If you guys would rather, like, let's say, even if you're married, just pretend pretend you're not married for this scenario and, you know, consider if you would have met your spouse on the day you met them or would you rather win the lottery um, the next year? Um, but, you know, you could still you could still meet your spouse. You never know. So. Think about it and let us know in the comments what you think. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what other people say. <laughs> but definitely mention that this is a scenario where you're not currently together. Not currently married. That could yeah, when you when you share this with your spouse, yeah, definitely uh, that preface could, that, that for sure. That could be uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if this is your first time listening or watching us, um, uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Um, we don't want to just be the only ones sharing our content. That's kind of weird. That's kind of <laughs> whack. <laughs> that yeah, means we're not doing something right. I mean, if you guys like it, you know, you 
share it. You know, other people will probably enjoy it too, especially mm-hmm. our Would You Rathers. I yep. love them. <laughs> if you find some value in it, share it to somebody else so that they can benefit from it yeah, as well. Even just one person, that's the that's the best way you can uh, you can support us for mm-hmm. sure. And if you're listening on uh, Spotify or any other podcast platform, um, Apple Podcasts or, or, or even Google Podcasts, yeah, it, it, like w- whichever pod platform that you're listening to, if you can still go on Apple Podcasts and review us because they're mm-hmm. the only ones that have like real reviews or whatnot right yeah um that would be very helpful to us um and yeah if you're listening oh, and, and spotify you can rate and you know you can follow oh yes yeah yeah um but if you are listening we also um have the show on youtube so you mm-hmm. can actually see our reactions um and you can also see uh some of the clips on social media um specifically uh facebook and um instagram Yep. At incomes the money everywhere. Yep. Okay, so let's get into this topic. Um relationship goals. Hashtag relationship goals. Finding love. Um so are there any So what what is relationship goals? Let's start there. I think uh I think people look at relationship goals as as something that is specific to whatever they're looking at at the moment. You you scroll through a picture on on Instagram and then you see something that that resonates with something that you like and you're like, "Hmm, that's something that I would definitely want. I like how they are in business together and they're doing X Y or Z. That's something that I would want to see with um with my partner in the future so mm-hmm. you so so you resonate like that resonates with you and you say that's that's relationship goals um but i think i think it it depends on whoever you are so one relationship goal might not be some people have relationship else's. goals just to do a matching outfit with their spouse or with yeah. their, their boyfriend or girlfriend yeah whereas like for me that like that doesn't make me excited although it's cool but i wouldn't put hashtag he doesn't like to goals. match me that's what he's trying to say i'm not saying that because it because it is cool the pictures be looking good um <laughs> but but for me that's not something that like oh man i can't wait until we can start matching outfits and stuff like that and that's okay like your your, your relationship goals don't have to be someone else's exactly um so i think it all starts with you and what you want um, what is something that is a vision of yours and find someone that has, uh, it doesn't have to be the same vision. It probably shouldn't be the same vision, but it has, a, but they have a vision and then it integrates with yours. Well, and if they I, integrate, I guess it can be the same vision in a way because you're just talking about a vision for the relationship. So like a goal for what the relationship looks like. So I mm-hmm. think that should align. Yes. Okay. Um, I think I was saying more like um, vision in life. Oh, like okay. you, you like if you want to be a um, a traveling nurse for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? That's your vision for you. And I want to be a uh, a doctor, but I don't want to travel. So that means that like, and that's something that I'm not changing, and that's something that you're not changing. But everything else we're compatible with, and I also definitely want to see you every day. And See, but you you just described their vision for their life alone. Yes, 
but, but I feel like when you're when you're talking about like relationship goals and, and thinking about life with someone else, you can't just be like, I want only this and like not leave room for anyone else. I, I, I think <laughs> I think I think initially that is how you have to do it, mm. because if if you don't know what you want for your life, you're going to um, you're going to sway left and right with whatever the other person says, because you don't really have a foundation. So it has to be selfish in the beginning. You have to say, because you don't know the other person yet. True. So you can't just predict that, oh, but they might do this. They might not want that. That prediction should be left to, um, should, should be done after you've established what it is that would make you happy, what it is you want. And that, like, if you want to be a traveling nurse for the rest of your life, make that something that, like, and, and you know you will be unhappy if you do something different mm-hmm. than um, there's your criteria, someone that is okay with that or maybe willing to travel um, with you. And then that person will, his vision will have to integrate with yours. Um, now let's look at, let's look at the flip side. If you are willing to be flexible, knowing that will make you unhappy, that will be a bad move because you'll start resenting that person for changing their initial selfish vision. So, so what would you say the relationship goal is in that situation? Um, well, if if they find a, a, a common ground, mm-hmm. they're willing to compromise and say, OK, um, you can do I, I'd be willing to do doctors without borders or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. really know the terms of the program. But if 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 I said um I'd be willing to travel with you as long as we don't, um, uh, as long as we stay at least a year within the places that we travel. Mm-hmm. And that's my compromise. Then I respect your vision. I'm not trying to change you. You won't resent me for changing your entire vision and just living in some suburb and not going anywhere. Um, and I'll, I'll be happy because we're not just packing up and leaving every month or so. Or you, or I never see you uh-huh. because you're always somewhere different, and yeah. I'm just coming home, and no one else is there. Um, and how are we going to raise our kids? You know. So if we can come to some kind of compromise and make it work, then that vision becomes we've created a new vision. You have your vision, I have my vision, and we've created a mutual vision together based on compromises and our collective um, uh, uh, goals and objectives. Um, so that would be that would be the goal. The goal the goal in the relationship in this case is to make is to integrate both of our visions so that we can still love each other and have a life that we both want. Yeah, no, I like that. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, so uh, as you bring that up, are there any like universal relationship goals that you feel like um, can really apply to anyone in whatever relationship, like something they should like strive towards? Yeah, I think a lot of them are the non-glamorous ones, you know, <laughs> like the basics, like the person got to be nice to you. You know what I mean? You mean like respectful? Respectful. Yeah, I think it all starts with respect. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) The person got to respect you. If the person don't respect you for whatever reason, um, then you're going to have a lot of problems. I feel like respect, it definitely trickles. Like it's like 
it's like one of the foundations because if you don't respect like people who aren't like loyal for example they mm-hmm. they may not respect the person people mm-hmm. who don't communicate effectively or you know um maybe they're like verbally abusive mm-hmm. they don't respect the person so i feel like the respect foundation yep. is the start you know for a lot of other things and they kind of branch off of yeah. respect yeah and and it's it, it's a uh, it'd be great if you can identify um lack of respect early on um because the more you forgive it the the um the worse it's going to be because you start forgiving it early on and then when when it when it gets worse it's 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 one of those things like you you're describing seeing a red flag and saying oh it's not that bad but like someone not respecting you like Mm -hmm. it it opens the door for so many other things to potentially happen yeah. in a relationship. And, and, and I think it's, it's very, it can be very difficult to see the superficial and forgive the basics because of the superficial image that you see. Like, oh, this person's so pretty and they have this and they have that going for them, but they don't, they don't really respect me. But maybe I can change that person. Is that a good way to look at it? Mm-mm. And why? Because how do you how do you convince someone to give you the respect that you already deserve? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if they if they don't respect you now, what makes you think you can convince them to respect you? Yeah, that's like the how th- do you convince? Like how do you do that? That that's the thing. Like people are people are able to grow, but it's really hard to. Um, to change someone if if they're telling you who they are um so it while while you can contribute to the growth of of, of somebody and the way that they treat you um it's their um, own walk it's it's something they have to do on their own yeah they're going to have to take the steps themselves and and that like i i think because you can't guarantee that this person will change to match the image that you have for them um that shouldn't be something that is like something that you think will actually happen mm-hmm. um because you can really be disappointed if someone is someone if, if they quack like a do- duck look like a duck <laughs> you know what i mean they're not a cow i mean and I don't look at them as their cow so it's one of those things like really if if someone is acting a certain way, they always say, what do they say? Um, pay attention to the way someone um, someone acts and not... Mm-hmm. not What they say? Yeah, exactly. So if someone is saying, you know, oh, you know, I love you, I want this to work, but then their actions don't match and they're not mm-hmm. respectful, they don't act like they love you, do they really love you just because they said it? Yeah. No. So, like, maybe don't look... Go, don't go into... A relationship um, expecting to change someone you can go into a relationship with someone that you f- you feel has great potential and they they, they have some they have things to work on mm-hmm. because we all do we all have flaws um, that, that, that we can work on and you have to also be willing to uh, work on it and show evidence that you're that, that you're trying to make progress because that all goes down to what you said earlier. It's respect. If you respect the other person enough, you will try to integrate 
your visions together mm-hmm. and you will try to um, work on a compromise. So, and all of that comes with respect. The way you communicate has to be respectful. The, the way you treat the other person has to be respectful. And if you don't have that, you don't you don't have anything really. Mm-hmm. You just have an a, a, an image. You just have maybe a picture for Instagram. Yeah. But then you go home the and then titles, you're not happy. You just have the titles, but you don't really match up to what the titles should mean yeah. or what you even envisioned the titles to mean. So yep. like bring it all the way back to what your relationship goals were before you, you know, got into this relationship or, mm-hmm. you know, started talking to this person. If the way it is currently isn't what you envisioned, are you working towards your goal? Are yep. your goals aligned? Yep. So the first universal and this isn't in any order. And but, this is this is all just our our perspective. This, yeah. this isn't some official rule book. This yeah. is just some things that you know. Good and, disclaimer: we're yeah. not we're not therapists, <laughs> psychologists, or, or anything like that. We're not experts in relationship counseling, but we are in a relationship, and we have a perspective, and we're just sharing it. If it if it, it pertains to you, you, and it provides value, yeah. then take it and let us know <laughs> if you have any other suggestions or if you disagree. Exactly. Or agree. Yeah. If you um and, and if you if you don't agree, you don't like our advice, you know, you can just disregard it. We have so many different episodes. So this one is about relationships, but other episodes are about different things. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for uh for some other topics. Yeah. So w- one of the uh, universal relationship goals that we mentioned is respect. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. We also talked about um integrating your vision and creating a mutual vision together in life. If you can create that, that's goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you can create a mutual vision with someone and it works and it's effortless. Well, it doesn't have to be like, yeah. And, and it like, it just works. Um, everything just makes sense. That's goals. Yeah. Well, it's because the partner, the person that you're with, you guys are going to be together and, um, you know, working on the relationship together, working mm-hmm. on your future together. So you want, you know, your your visions to align and you yep. want them to be able to integrate because you guys are going to be doing it together. Yeah. So you can't compare what you want in your relationship and your relationship goals to other people because they want different things. Yeah. You're, you're, you're always going to be at war if you want different things. And like it's like you're playing tug of war with your relationship. You're pulling it one way, I'm pulling it another way, and we both believe that our way is the better way, mm-hmm. but we don't have common ground to say, let's go the same way. And that way, like, we won't be fighting each other. Mm-hmm. It'll be effortless. We'll just be walking, holding the rope. <laughs> you know? As opposed to, because if we're pulling the rope different places, none of us are going anywhere. True. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so what what are some of the other like foundational uh, I guess universal relationship goals that we can think of? Love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we missed this one. Like this was one of the most important things. But I mean, I guess I guess they're kind of um the other things matter too, but love is, is really important, you know. Love conquers all. Um but I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> it is, but you can't, 
um, if you love someone, you should respect them. And if you love them and want to be in a relationship with them, mm -hmm. you guys should be working towards your shared vision. So I feel like most of these relationship goals, like they, they integrate, mm -hmm. you know, um, but you need to love, you need to love your, your partner. You know, it's funny though. I can see why that came a little bit later than the other ones. Um, because love comes later, you know, you, you meet somebody because we're talking That's about true. finding a partner, yeah. finding a partner. Not, you don't have that partner yet. You're fine. You're looking for a partner. Love will come later. It doesn't come immediately. And if it comes immediately, something's not right. You know, because you don't know the person. Is yet. it love? If it yeah. comes immediately. If it, if it comes immediately, I, like, I don't think that's love. You don't believe in love at first sight? I think you you have to, like, unless your sight can <laughs> can tell you exactly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> unless, <laughs> All right, go on, go on. I just. <laughs> unless your sight can tell you exactly who this person is, how you guys are going to be able to work together, if you're compatible, your sight doesn't have that kind of vision. But what your sight can tell you is, mm, she's pretty. So pretty isn't enough. Pretty is unfortunately not enough. You know, people agree, don't talk about that, though. Yeah. You know, like it sounds really nice. Ooh, love at first sight. is, And, and I'm not knocking those that um, believe, it. believe it. But um, I think there's something missing beyond just the one sense, which is sight. There are other things that help you make a good decision. And um, I think that there's attraction at first sight, definitely. And when, like that can trend. I mean, you can you can love the way someone looks, but that doesn't mean like you're in love. In love. Yeah, you're in love with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the way you look when I when I when I first met you. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Do, do you want to talk about how we first met? Sure. All right. Um, you can do it. We have differing stories. <laughs> we remember it differently. All right. Let me say the true story. Oh, my god. Then you gosh. can say your story. <laughs> um, so we there was this um, event that was happening at my church up in North Jersey. Um, it's a French-speaking church. Um, and she's, she doesn't speak a lick of French. Nope. So it was, uh, it was actually, I don't know, God letter. <laughs> so yeah so he he lived in north jersey and went to a church in north jersey i lived in south jersey and my church was down there yeah and um yeah we we're having this youth night and um I'm, I'm in the back with the cameras and i'm trying to like get some footage and i i went to um i think i went to change the batteries of the camera or something like that and um i'm at the back and then i see her i see day with two other girls and my um, two friends samantha and keller yeah and I, I was busy but i was like you know what i got a little bit of time <laughs> you know i got a little bit of time um oh let, let me let me walk up and and what nothing well let me say i'm the, just listening let me just say the true story um if, if if i'm lying let me know um so so yeah i put the camera down I was like, i'm not gonna need that and and i walked up and then i said um Hey, ladies. Man, I haven't said this story in a while. No, it wasn't hey, ladies. I was standing by myself. They uh -huh. were, like, standing maybe, like, five, ten feet behind me mm -hmm. because I was looking into the church. Okay. Um, because, uh, so the the church was having an event, but it was it was packed. There were so many people there, mm -hmm. and there weren't enough seats. 
And um, unfortunately, there wasn't anyone like directing or anyone like ushering people to seats. So you had to, it was just like a free fall. You had to find your own seats. So I was like looking in, I was like looking for seats. And I tell you, there was none. Mm -hmm. Like there wasn't any. And we were getting worried because mind you, this church was like over an hour away. Like this event was far. And um, we were like, if we can't find a seat, we're not going to stand in the hall for this concert. We're just going to go home. So we were really considering just driving all the way back home. Um, so, yeah, so I was looking inside and they were standing behind me about like five, 10 feet. There were like two chairs in the hall um, and I'm looking in and then Keekins walks up. So that's when I walked up. <laughs> what did I say? Um, you just said like, Hey, are you looking for a seat or something? It wasn't like super smooth. It was just like a regular conversation. It was actually really smooth. Oh my god. Okay. Gosh. All right. That, that, that part, that part, it was just regular. Um, <laughs> I think I just said something like, um, hi, do you need any help? Are you looking for, um, for a seat or anything? And then she said, yeah, actually, um, we, and he was looking good. He had on his, uh, slim fit suit. Apparently that was his only one at the time. <laughs> yeah. But I, I made sure if I knew like I was going to potentially meet He was looking for somebody. a wife. So he was like, yeah. So, so that, that year it, it's, it's so weird because that year, um, I said to myself, I, I want to, it's time. I think I want to find a good it's wife. It's time. I think I want to find a wife. But, but I say that because I have like the way my mind works is I'm in a box for like, I have I have to have certain focuses at a time. And before that, it was all business. I was trying to, like, build the most successful business, at least in my eyes. And um, anything anything outside of that a was a distraction. A wife or a girlfriend would have been a distraction. That's what it, you're saying. It would have. It would have. Like, I wouldn't have you're been. Such a guy. But it wouldn't have been fair to you to say that I do have I time when I didn't. I would have yeah and, and it, you would have never talked to me you would have been so busy exactly and it's all because of bad timing yeah not because i'm a bad guy or you're not a you're not a great match for me um but bad timing you like i know myself so i knew that um if we met a year before i wouldn't have been ready i would have been too distracted yeah that's Be crazy yeah. So during that period of time, I said to myself, I, I, I want to make time for this. This is something that I do want. It's a goal of mine. So I would go to different concerts and gatherings and events and all types of like I would tell people I'm looking for somebody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you you know? Were, like I put myself really, out there. You were really looking like you were going to events, but it was all Haitians. You were looking. No, for I didn't just yes, go to Haitian events. Was. I don't just have Haitian friends. <laughs> Come it was, on. It was you put events, me in a box. It was mainly events at like Haitian churches. You went to some other ones, but think about it. Like, Yeah, yeah the church events were, <laughs> were, were, were church events, but I didn't just go to church events. And even if it was, if, even if it was a church event, I also went to um, English speaking churches. I explored it all. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually met in uh, November. So it was like the end of his uh, search year. Yeah, yeah. So time was running out. And, and, and that's okay. I mean, I'm telling, I'm t I'm saying the plan. But the time plan, was running out. <laughs> but yeah, like you, because you, you, part of it is you, you try your best to prepare and then, and then you wait. Because like you do as much as you can within your control and then what's out of your control you don't worry about yeah you know i have no control over if you were going to show up or not so you just walk around holding that camera hoping you find a girl 
Yeah. Or, or you know, or without the camera. <laughs> the camera has no significance in this. No, for that event. Because you were using You know the what? That is a good way to meet people. Oh, my gosh. Walking around with a camera, being the camera person for an event is a great way to meet people. Oh, my gosh. Because then they want to see the picture. You, you like that? <laughs> yeah. So you're, um, giving, you're giving our... Uh, our listeners some uh some tips hey if you can't take pictures don't do it so i'm not like don't don't <laughs> all right don't fin- take that. finish with the story so you were you were charging the camera you asked if i needed a seat yeah so I, so i walked up and then i asked her if you're looking for a seat and then um and then she said yeah so i i, I knew that this was a tough task an impossible task because it was, it was packed. i was just in there and there were no seats available so I'm 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 walking into um, a potential failure. I walk down the aisle. That sounds weird. <laughs> I, I walk down the, to the. Fr- I got to the front of the church. Like during was, the concert, he went to the front of the church. I was basically on the stage. And it's a big church too. There was just a lot of people. Yeah, and I'm looking out everywhere to see like if they're. I'm just scanning all of the all of the pews to see like if there's any empty spots, and then I spotted. Uh, uh, um, a lump of jackets. <laughs> it was just like a lump of coats <laughs> on 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 one of the benches, and and then I walked up to the person s- sitting next to the coats, to the pile of coats, and then I said, "Hey, is anyone sitting here?" And then um, he said, "No, no, no." He started to move it. I was like, "No, no, don't move it, don't move it," because someone's gonna, as soon as you lift that coat, someone's gonna sit someone's right gonna there. Someone's gonna appear, emerge. So I, so I said, "Don't move it." I have um, I have a few guests that are that are gonna come in. Um, and I'd like them to have these Aww. these spots. So then I walked I walked back. Oh man, I felt so good because, you know, this was something impossible. I don't know what I would have done if I couldn't find a spot. Would have ruined your chances. It would have ruined everything. I would have yeah. I would have <laughs> just went back to my camera and went, well, it is what it is. <laughs> um, so so that's when the the smoothness turned on because I was more confident. So, so, um, so I, I went up to her and then I said, um, so, uh, bad news is it's really packed in there. There are like no seats available, but I was able to, um, make an exception for three beautiful ladies. And he did you, actually say that. You happen to make the cut. Oh my gosh. So, um, if you follow me, you I hear have some this seats line? for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so then they followed me and then I felt like the man at that time because, you know, I got seats for them and I'm still hoping that no one took those seats. The, <laughs> I don't know if they was going to sit on as, the coach. As with. he's, uh, walking us down, you're wondering. Like, yeah. But I had reason to have hope so I, I held on to the hope mm-hmm. and then the seat was available i removed the coat had the coach removed guys sat and then that was that right for that and they were actually pretty good seats i was i was surprised that what he found yeah yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> i ain't do nothing impressive i was <laughs> i got lucky That's true. um so so yeah the the event happened um and then that was done and i wanted to follow up so um yeah, uh, found us in the aisle or in the um, like foyer area. Yeah, yeah. So I walk, I walked up to them, and then we just started talking. You know, what's your name? This and that. Um, and yeah, I said, I said something corny. <laughs> You're not gonna tell him what the corny thing was. You can. <laughs> so he was trying to tell us his name, um, and 
apparently I think my friend, um, I think my friend Samantha went to grab something. So I think when she came back, she was asking what his name was, but she couldn't hear him or understand what he was saying. So he was like, my name's Peekins. And then she's like, wait, she what? never heard a, a name like that. Yeah. It's very unique. Um, so she was like, wait, what? He's like, Peekins, you know, you peek in. With an ass, I guess. But, yeah, it was, it was. And we were all, we all just like, we're like mortified when he said that for him. We're like, did you just do that? Yes, like, I he did. like, for those listening, like, he signaled like peeking in. Like, <laughs> it was, it was pretty bad. Yes, but I we did. all did laugh. Yep. So he did get us to laugh. So he yep. like broke some ice and was very vulnerable. Yep. You got to be vulnerable. <laughs> like, I, I, I know it was corny, but it was also me. You know, like you, you can be naturally smooth, but if you're if that's you, then th then that works, you know, oh but goodness. but for me, like it, it made them laugh and I was comfortable. It was good energy. Yeah, he, he loosened us up. Yeah. Yeah. And we got it. That, that's important. Um, so, yeah. And then we started um, uh, th just some regular small talk. Um, uh, we exchanged. Um, social media social media mm -hmm. um I, I got your friends instagrams this was before the the dms yeah so this was before dms he got their instagram and he got my facebook and i got her Facebook. that was a very specific distinction that yeah. i didn't pick up on but one of my friends did very subtle but i knew that with facebook i can do i can do some research i can do some research i could really figure out more like i could figure out more about this person what year was this this was 2014 mm -hmm. yeah so this was 2014 yeah 2014 and um i knew that i would be able to i guess dig into your life a little bit more <laughs> with facebook and i mean you he you went back pretty far probably and so, so did you don't lie <laughs> but you know what's funny so when we met i was i was um i was 20 mm -hmm. And you were 23. Mm -hmm. So you weren't sure how old I was because you quickly reached high school. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> scrolling high school. <laughs> what the? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I also didn't post much on social media. She didn't post that much on mm -hmm. social media. Um, so we, we started talking about the, uh, um, the the after event or the event that's happening after this event. Yeah, it was a, a two part event. So they had the concert, and then they had like a like a skating um, event at like a local like rink or something. It was like for it was a youth federation event. Mm -hmm. So um, it was yeah. So the skating night, um, I knew I wanted to go, but I wanted her to want me to go with. So so we said like, hey, you know, are you going to the second part? Are you going to the skating? And he's like, no, you know, I didn't bring clothes. And we were like, what? <laughs> Will you live like around the corner? Like, go home and get clothes. Like, that's your excuse. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't say no exact. I, I was like, well, I'm thinking about it. No, you but said, I don't have. You said, no, I wasn't planning on it. I didn't bring clothes. But anyway, whatever I said, it oh worked because it was like, you know, they give me reasons why I should go. And he's but... like, <laughs> smiling. I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, we, I'll go. We could make that happen. So, um, so it worked. They, 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 they were gonna go to the skating night, and I was gonna go as well. Um, so yeah, that was decided, and i i drove there because that's my expectation we're all we're, we're all gonna go over there um went home so 
Yeah, w- went home and then um, changed and then went over to the uh, went over to the skating night. And I'm over there waiting. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be really cool. It's like a first date, really. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So, um, time passed by, and I was like, you know, let me get the skates. Let me just get this get this started. Um. So I started skating, and I'm and, and I remember slow skating. And I remember we added each other on Facebook. So that's my only way to, co- to communicate with you. I'm like, yo, is you still coming? Because it's getting late now. Um, oh you're late gosh. to our first date. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't say that. He no, would have no, no. lost all his credit. No, nah, of course. That's, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... so, so you then want me I, to take over now? Went on Facebook Messenger. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on Facebook Messenger, and then I said to you, hey, are you still coming? Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just skating by myself, just lonely. Um, there's a slow song going on, and I'm just over here, like, sad and worried. Because, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can take over now. <laughs> so after after we left him at the church and he said, oh, you know, I'll think about going or whatever, we were like, okay, so we're hungry. So mind you, we're not, like, that familiar with North Jersey, and we didn't type in any of these addresses. So we just was like, okay, like, let's go to Panera Bread or something. So then we just type it in the GPS and then we go there. So we're hanging out. We're eating Panera, feet kicked up. And then we're like, oh, yeah, we got to go to the second part. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're like, oh, yeah. So let's let's, you know, put in the GPS. Let's head over there. So we put it in the GPS and we're like, this is so far. We must have gone more north and the like the skating rink was more south. And we were like, man you got to pay for skates and stuff and we'll only be there for like a half hour. I'm not sure it's worth it to go. And you know what? People weren't really that friendly when we were there. So, well, other than, other than Beacons, Beacons was friendly and because we didn't really talk to anyone else. So we were like, you know what? We'll just, we'll just head home. They never showed up. (laughs) We, it was, she never showed up. And not only that, I wasn't even, I was, she wasn't even messaging you, me. You said I was messaging oh, her on Facebook, stop. and it okay. was her friend. So I was the one driving. So I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Since we're driving home, like maybe, maybe um, that guy, you know, that guy Peekins, maybe he messaged, maybe he messaged me, and I gave my phone to my friends, and I said, "Hey, can you like message him? Just like, or can you check and see if he messaged?" So then they checked, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like he said, like he's there." We were like, "Oops." Yeah. So. Um, so that happened, but you know, I was like, let me, no, we, but I, I, I was honest. I said, Hey, you know, we, we literally lost track of time and it's not even Mm going to make sense because we all would have had to pay for skates to skate for 20 minutes. That's not even worth it. Um, so we were like, so we just decided to go home, but, um, you know, we, we didn't, you know, feel that, you know, welcomed when we went, you Mm -hmm. know, you talked to us, but no one else did. So we just, we were like. It's it's not worth it for us to go. Yeah. So I, I followed up with her and I was like, you know, it, it, it would have been great if you guys um, showed up. Um, but but it's 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 OK. Uh, let me know when you get home safely. Um, and, you know, because I, I wanted to hook. I wanted to make sure that this wasn't the last time that we talked because she lived far. And I, I at that. Yeah. But at that time, I didn't I, I, like I didn't. He didn't drive more than like 15 minutes to most places. See, but I'm from South Jersey. Like everything was far. Yeah, so over an hour away was was a drive. That's a commitment. 
that's a, that's a, that's a, you know what I mean? He wasn't ready to make a commitment, guys. It's a trip. Um, so yeah, so when she got home, um, she let me know that she, she got there safely. And then, um, you know, I, I told her, you know, next time that you do come by, um, come up here, uh, I'll make sure that you have a great time and you feel welcome and all of that. You was trying to make sure there was a next time. Exactly. It was all, it was all part of the plan. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> So, so then, so then we started, you know, asking each other about each other. Like, who are you? What do you do? Yeah. So when, when I got home, it was, it was pretty late, but we were messaging a little bit Mm -hmm. and just talking a little bit. And yeah, like you were talking about, like you kept telling me about an app or something. I forget some stuff you were working on. I had a whole bunch of projects that I was working on. Um, yeah, I was trying to build a mobile app at the time, um, among a whole bunch of other things. Like, like I said, I was super, super busy, but I also did want to make time for this. Um, but yeah, so we started, we started telling each other about um, who we are and stuff, and then I told her that um, I I'm not on Facebook or social media that much right now, so I'd love to take this conversation offline. And um, it, it'd be great if I can get your number so that we can continue this conversation uh, via text. And then she said, yeah, sure. And she sent me her, <laughs> she sent me her number. And then I was like, thank you. Um, uh, it was great. It was a pleasure meeting you. Have a great night. Right? Mm. And then uh, um, the next day, the next day, uh, I, I was, I was going to call her in the evening. Right, because I was I was busy all day doing doing some stuff. I'm and I'm rolling my eyes for those listening. I'm rolling my eyes. He was so busy that he couldn't text. Uh, yeah, I, I was. It was just because I was busy. But I knew I was I was gonna hit you up later. Um, but she actually texted me first during the day, and 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 then we texted back. Did we text or call? Um, we texted a little bit. And I think you said you were busy, and then we talked later. Yeah, so I called her later, and and yeah, you did get a lot of my time. You know, we I talked did. for like five hours. Yeah, so the first two weeks before we actually met again in person, um, we talked basically every night mm-hmm. I mean, for hours. Yeah. There was one night, it was like five hours. We talked from like midnight to like 5 a.m., and we both had to be work, like start working at like 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like that was crazy. And I also, I, I couldn't do that. No. And, and I also <laughs> told her I'm really bad with texting. I'll let you know that um, right off the bat because during the day, I just have so many different things going on in my head that it's hard for me to like stop everything and then focus on texting the right thing. Um, I mean, it might seem silly to you, but that's what it was for me. You didn't uh, focus on texting me. But we talked a lot. And it made up for it. It was I a think. compromise because I actually um I actually don't really like talking on the phone and that wasn't something that I do. Um, but that was really important for him. Mm-hmm. Um so we kind of met each other. So I did want to get to know him, so we spent a lot of time talking. Um, but he did grow to be a better texter. Yeah. But I think you've since regressed. Not with me, with other people. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm I'm a work in progress. Um <laughs> So, yeah, where were we? Um, that was it. We talked, and then was- yeah, but the 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 thing that kind of helped us was be I think we had to focus a lot on communication because that's all we had. Mm-hmm. We couldn't hang out or see each other because um, we had to plan that. Yeah. Um, 
so just being able to just talk allowed us to um, focus on who are you, who am I, um, what do you want out of life, what is your vision, what is my vision, and then we're just trying to see how it can fit with with our lives yeah. subconsciously. Yeah, we spent hours talking about that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but you know, and, and then and then we went on our first date, and that was that was great. I think. Um, I think, think our f- yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking. So I think because we we hadn't seen each other for two weeks, and we were basically like we were talking, but we were exclusively talking. Like we weren't mm-hmm. talking to anyone else. So we the goal with our like talking and communicating was to lead to a relationship. Mm-hmm. So basically, for us meeting again in person was basically a way for us to decide if we basically wanted to continue this if Mm -hmm. what we've built over just talking over the phone actually was leading to a relationship and basically we met in person and we were like yep this is (laughs) we're on our way (laughs) yeah yeah we were like this could work (laughs) um okay so that is how we met um, I think in another episode we could talk about like our first date and then yeah, oh, yeah, after yeah. that. But for the purpose of this episode, this is how we found each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so we talked about how communication was a, was a big part because we kind of had no choice. Mm-hmm. And I would also see like um, I felt like we talked a lot more than a lot of couples that probably live five minutes away from each other. Because we had that limitation, um, we kind of valued the one thing that we could hold on to, which is talking on the phone. We didn't have the luxury of seeing each other like, hey, you want to go grab a quick bite to eat for a half hour somewhere like and we're 10 minutes away. Like anything we had to do, I mean, we wanted to do, we had to plan. It, Mm -hmm. It required more than just a, hey, what are you doing right now? Because we had to drive, what, like an hour and a half we were? So it so wasn't you make the most of it. Yeah. You got to plan it. It'd have to be like we spend a whole Sunday together. Yeah. So our our story isn't going to be your story. It It's like no no story is typical. It's it, it's always going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, everyone has their own path and that's that's OK. But there are certain there are things that you can learn from other people's paths so that you don't trip up the way that someone else did. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you find someone that is great for you i feel like you have to define what great for you is like so for me something that was really important to me was really figuring out like what i was looking for in a partner and a a spouse so i actually made a list i actually made a whole like spreadsheet on my um, not spreadsheet like document on my mac that um, basically defined my ideal characteristics for my perfect man so it, it was an exhaustive list. I literally went and I listed all the things I could think of that were needs and wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I did that, that took a lot of reflection because it it had it made me think about like why this was important to me. Um, and if I really need it or if I just want it or it would be nice. And then after I made that whole list, I went back through the list and I bolded all the things that I I needed. Things that weren't just uh, superficial, things that were crucial for a relationship with someone. And um, in doing that, it helped me identify what what was really, really important to me and what were things I could I could live without. So I will say 
just just to give you an example, like on my list, I'm pretty sure I had like <laughs> like tall, dark and handsome. Does that really like does that really matter? No, it, it doesn't like in the grand scheme. But, you know, God bless me, the tall, dark and handsome hey. husband. So it worked out really well. But other things I had on the list, like I wanted um, I wanted him to be like ambitious. I wanted him to be loving. I wanted him to be honest. I wanted him to be patient. The patience is so important to me because I my personality, I I am very fiery and I have a lot of intensity in what I say and sometimes it can come off the wrong way um, or sometimes I can get really passionate about something and him and uh, and Pekins being patient with me as I work through it, as I calm down, just giving me that time and that um, ability to be able to, you know, realize if I said something wrong, if I did something wrong, kind of just work with me. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like if I didn't have someone patient, I it, it wouldn't it wouldn't work just with yeah. my personality. I was water. <laughs> you were, you were, yeah, he was water to my fire. He could calm me down, bring me down. And the way he like we can have a conversation and I feel like he is very respectful in the conversation and um, he's able to, to speak to me in a, in a respectful way, but also in a patient way and give me that ability to realize when I've done something wrong um, on my own and then come back and have that conversation. Yeah. That's, that's a really good, um, that's a really good way to put it because if, you don't know what you need and what you want and who you are. You just have empty lists. You just have lists just because you think it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. But if you create a list based on who you are, not your friends and what your friends want or what your friends like. Or even like. just what it says online. I mean, you can come up with like a skeleton. Like mm -hmm. obviously we talked about the, you know, you need someone respectful. You need someone who can communicate with you effectively. And yeah. Like that kind of stuff. But like when it comes to, oh, like someone else likes this, so it probably will be good for me. Like that isn't necessarily a reason for it to be that, that it would be good for you. So yep. it, it takes a lot of in, like introspection, like looking inside yourself. Yep. I, ironically, I think the first step in finding a good partner is to first find yourself. If you do not know who you are, you do not know what your likes, your, your needs, your wants are, then you really don't have any parameters set for um, someone that is trying to get to know you and someone that's trying to figure out if they can fit within mm -hmm. your parameters. Um, there's no guidelines. So it can be anyone. It could be anything. And you really can't say no because you don't know why you would say no or why you would say yes. You're just going off of emotions. And um, that's that's only going to lead to like later on realizing, hey, I actually don't want this. I don't like this. I don't need this. Um, and, and things could just be a little bit more difficult and you could probably prevent it earlier on. Like I knew that we would, um, it would be much easier, it would be much better if we um, had the same belief system. Mm -hmm. And that was, that would that made it so much easier, mm -hmm. you know, because we, we can, we can relate. Mm -hmm. I don't have to convince you or convert you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, knowing what you need, knowing what you want, and it doesn't have to be like, oh, I, I, I want to be 
um, a doctor or, you know, it's not like that because all of that can change. But if, if you're saying that I need someone patient, don't, don't, don't consider someone that is completely impatient because of some other things. If you know that that is a need, that is a requirement, a hard requirement, you know, yeah. don't get caught in the tiny details though. Yeah, like and but like the tiny details, like think about it, like me saying you needed to be like, let's just say tall. Why do you have to be tall? Mm -hmm. What what does that actually matter in the grand scheme of our relationship? Yeah. And first of all, I'm five foot two. I could have been with anybody any kind of height. So I didn't really need him to be tall. But mm -hmm. it's great that you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, finding yourself, knowing who you are, knowing what you want. That way you can create a set of guidelines for yourself and for whoever you're p potentially considering mm -hmm. um that will be the root that will be the the starting point for everything that will allow you to start filtering because when you don't filter you get exhausted mm -hmm. and anyone is is, is going to be considered yeah anyone can be an option if you don't have like parameters um you could literally end up being in a relationship with someone that doesn't even align with what you want, but you didn't think about what you actually wanted mm -hmm. in the relationship. And you're kind of just going with the flow and people, you can get caught up. You could end up completely falling head over heels in, in love with someone and they, their vision, their belief system, their, their goals for their life have no way of integrating or aligning with yours. Yep. So they got to be compatible. You got to have some kind of compatibility. Mm -hmm. um, it, 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 it just makes it so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it so much easier. Okay. So the second tip that we have for finding a good partner, and it's in no particular order, <laughs> um, is don't change for every single person you meet just so they like you. So are you saying to change for some people? Um, so I think... I think it's like it's like an onion, right? <laughs> you have different layers. What? And you put like I think everyone puts on some sort of a mask mm -hmm. when you're trying to impress someone you don't know completely. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to put your best foot forward, and that's what that means. You're putting your best foot forward, and you're you're ex not exaggerating, but you're putting um, forth your best impression or your best look. Mm -hmm. You're you're gonna put on the makeup, do your best clothes, and whatnot. why you say makeup? What do you mean? Because that's a typical thing people do. <laughs> what about the guys? What are the guys doing? They well, see, for me, I had a really nice um, slim fit suit. All of my other suits was a uh, oh, were, he had the one suit, so he um, put on his only good suit. Wearing slim fit, but if I knew I was gonna try to meet somebody, I would wear my, I would put my best foot forward. You know, the best that I have. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, but yeah, and, and, you know, that's okay. You, but at some point, you got to make you got to make sure that you stay firm with who you are, because the more that you constant, the more that you change um, every time someone says, I want a girl that's like this mm -hmm. or I want a guy that's like that. And then you take that and then you say, OK, I'm going to become that. You're not that. You're going to try to become that. And at some point, you're going to get tired of lying to yourself. And it's going to show. And it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt someone else. And you're going to be left um, lost, feeling mm -hmm. lost. Like, where did I go wrong? You're going to end up blaming someone else 
for you changing for that for that person yeah no that's that's a really good point and i feel like it's important that we make the distinction that um personal growth is like is necessary and that's okay um and that is i guess a different form of change than changing um just because you think that's what the other person will need or like in Mm -hmm. a relationship so like for example with um with me how i mentioned i need i needed somebody really impatient partially because i was very impatient you needed someone impatient oh no sorry (laughs) (laughs) i've never heard anyone say that (laughs) i needed someone patient partially because i am impatient um someone that can work with me and that i can have that personal growth so that i can become more patient mm-hmm. um but i like i don't feel like me working and striving towards being more patient is um i guess um an unnecessary change that i need to make mm-hmm. i recognize that that's something i can do for myself um and i know that that would only help yeah. m- like with whatever relationship i'm in yeah, so it's so it's very important to understand what should be what should be something that you know personally you need to grow and and, and evolve um with and other things that are just um uh it would be great to have but it is a preference. Meaning how we talked about certain things that you need universally for mm-hmm. a good relationship to happen. Look for those. Um and if that person doesn't have the thing that you need um, to have a good relationship, it probably won't work out. Um, but definitely don't, 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 uh, stifle your growth and don't limit your growth, um, for anybody, not even what you think you want. Yeah. And, you know, really just don't turn into someone completely different. Like you are going into the relationship as a person and you want to recognize yourself inside the relationship as well. Yeah. Like you don't want to be someone different. Um, and that's why it's it's really important to, to learn who you are and go through that journey to mm-hmm. figure out who you are and you know what you want in a relationship and you know it's it's kind of a it's a process. Yeah. And how long do you think it'll really last? If, if you're pretending if you're pretending yeah you know that can get really tiring and you'll, you'll it's, be it's a, like a con it's yeah like a, a long con yeah <laughs> but but that that also maybe expose something in, in, as far as like your intentions mm-hmm. maybe you're not in it for long term and maybe that will help you identify maybe i'm not really in it for the long term if i'm not willing to make myself vulnerable to show the real me um because the real you isn't the person that you're trying to be every time someone says, I want a man that's like this. And then you hurry up and you try to adjust and yourself. I, I can be like that. I, I can I can do that quickly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if that's not who you are, you're, you're changing for someone else. You're not. It's not going to last. Mm-hmm. OK, so don't change yourself for every single person you meet just so they like you. But. Make personal sure you growth continue your personal growth. <laughs> yeah, personal growth. Personal is growth is necessary for sure. Um, so uh, the third tip for finding a good partner is make an effort. Yes. So this one is is pretty interesting. So think about it like this. So uh, there are a lot of people who say that they want to find someone, mm-hmm. um, but they don't do anything different than what they have been doing or you know let's say for example you i need a good example of someone that 
like let's say for example you um well i wasn't a good texter and then i realized i it, it, <laughs> i needed to text some in some way yeah <laughs> at, yeah at least a little bit or i i told i told you that i don't have a lot of time but i if it was gonna happen at all I needed to make some time. Exactly. Yeah. And like, so he realized that in order to move forward with most relationships, he would need to make that improvement. He would need to make that effort mm -hmm. to make the relationship work or to even just be able to get to a relationship. Yeah. So um, if you think about it this way, um, a lot of people say that they want a relationship, but they aren't necessarily doing anything different than they have been so yeah. they could be like let's say you're looking for someone in a relate like someone to meet but all you do is you wake up you go to work and you come home where do you expect to meet this person are they gonna come to your house and knock on your door just drop on drop at, drop by at work <laughs> just you know show up at your doorstep at your job like and it, it, it happens but like you don't want it to you don't want to just depend on something happening luck and, and 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 excuse yourself from the responsibility of making an effort yeah exactly and it, it may require some creativity you may do things that you hadn't expected like we have a lot of friends that met like from online dating mm -hmm. um or even just like through other people and you know ideally you would you know meet someone your your own way naturally but that doesn't work for everyone. People are meeting each other different ways. Yeah. We actually, when we were on a cruise, like somebody said that they met on World of Warcraft. It's mm -hmm. like a, like an online game. And we just thought that was like, whoa, like that's insane. Like you guys yeah. were just talking online. Oh, you know what? I actually, <laughs> so third episode we're mentioning Instant Pot. I was in um, one of the, the groups on Facebook. So if, if you have an Instant Pot, like there's a whole community on Facebook. And somebody said that they met their like girlfriend now who they're now engaged to mm -hmm. on the instant pot community wow. on facebook i was like what that's insane instant like what, you're changing lives exchanging instant pot <laughs> recipes like <laughs> like that's crazy but like see they i don't know how they did it but like that was an example of like mm -hmm. how they met in a in a way different than how you would typically expect yeah and i think if if you if you feel exhausted because you're realizing that it, it it just feels hopeless for you. Like mm -hmm. I'm never going to find someone here or there or there. And you just feel so tired that you don't want to, um, uh, be too uncomfortable because it, because it, it, it tires it you out. It is uncomfortable. Um, I think if you just look at it, like live your life to the fullest that you can and stretch yourself a little bit more outside of your comfort zone. Um, I think that will at least increase your chances of finding someone even a little bit without wearing you out completely, mm -hmm. you know, but you, I mean, you got to do something, you got to do something other than sitting around at your house. You got to do something that it, like you have if, to, if you want things to be different, you have to make an effort to make them different. If yeah. you want this, like you, you have to do things. You can't just expect things to to come to you and things to happen yeah and it's gonna look different for everybody for you it could be you go to work and then you go to the grocery store and then you take a walk in the park and then you go home maybe that is your comfort zone and it's uncomfortable to go outside of that but maybe during that routine when you're at the park you can see what kind of events are happening around the park maybe mm -hmm. so like 
They you're have st- like all sorts of parks have like I don't know like concerts in the park mm-hmm. or like movies book in the park. readings. Yeah, like all sorts of things. And like that would be an example of somebody who goes to the park. Some option that they have mm-hmm. to step outside their comfort zone a little bit yep. so that they can um, so that they can make more of an effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so make an effort. Step outside of your comfort zone if you want any kind of different results other than that you're just pretty much hoping that um uh you get lucky but it needs to be a combination um yeah it needs to be a combination of you making an effort and luck exactly so the next one is to be available (laughs) be available um so what does that look like to you um well the one is the obvious you got to be single um (laughs) if, if you're looking for another partner um but you have to have the mental space or just the space in your life for someone new and that could be mental mentally that could be emotionally if you have so much going on in your mind that there is no space for something new it's going to show when that person does come into your life mm-hmm. they're not going to feel they're not going to receive the the, the amount of attention and the time that they deserve in order for you to move the relationship forward it's like how you talked about earlier how like this the the year that we met you made yourself available but Mm -hmm. prior to that you weren't available and if you had tried to pursue a relationship it wouldn't have been fair Mm -hmm. to you or me or whoever exactly for you to try to do that yep so it's beyond time it's 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 making an effort if you're not a good texter but the other person can only text because of their job then you have to compromise in a way to make yourself available. I mean, if you say you're available, be available and, you know, really hold yourself accountable. If you say you want to be in a relationship, you say you want to meet the love of your life, but your actions don't actually match that. Are you really available the way you should be to be pursuing relationships like this? Because you could actually meet the person that you should be with. And because you weren't truly available, you could miss out on that relationship because of that. Um, So just kind of, you know, take the time to actually be available if you say you're available. Yeah. And I mean, you, you want to like, you don't want to spend a whole lot of time with the option that you really think is not going to work, work. Right. So I think it's important to also fail fast um, and fail completely when when it comes to a relationship. Mm-hmm. If, you're go- if you're going to consider a relationship, um, it's it's better for you to know earlier so that you don't waste time if that person is going to be right for you. Um, so if if, if that me- what that means to me is. Um, you want to. Go out on a date and put in effort Mm -hmm. to make sure that it's a great date so that you can find out as much information about this person as you possibly can that way you can say you can start learning more about the person to see if they can fit best with your vision that's part of being available listening really listening Mm -hmm. to what this person is saying what they're not saying um what they do and like being present the more present that you are, the more you can actually receive more information about how this person integrates with your life, how you feel about this person, um, who they are. And it also allows you to be um, to share more of yourself with that person. 
Yeah, and see if it'll be a good fit. So you got to put in work. <laughs> put in work. I agree. That's that's a big one. Yeah, it it's uh it's just like with any job, really. Mm-hmm. When you actually get into the relationship, it's going to be constant work. But don't don't forget that. I mean, if you're single, you know that it's work to put in. Um, that you need to put in to um to find someone. So just because it's hard, that doesn't mean you're actually putting in the amount of work that you really can put. That you what know. Do you th- mean? So just because you know it's hard, that doesn't mean that you're trying as best as you know you can. Mm. Like, don't get lazy with it. Yeah. It, it, like it might actually get easier if you put in more work. And ideally, it, it's worth the work you're putting in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's be available. The fifth one that we have written down is to go at your own pace, not someone else's. Yeah, so what can happen with a lot of relationships is you can get afraid that if you don't communicate like where you're at, so if you're not ready to um, become official boyfriend and girlfriend, maybe there's some things that you want to have, some conversations you want to have first, or even, you know, um, past that, you know, you don't know, excuse me, you don't know if, you don't know if you even want to want to talk to someone, but you're afraid that you may miss out mm-hmm. and you just go along with it because you don't know when the next best person or someone that's a better fit will come along. So you're just like, well, you know, maybe you're getting older or maybe a lot of people, you know, are already in relationships mm-hmm. or they're already married and you feel like you need to, I guess, catch up. Yeah. That can put you in a really, um, really dangerous position because you're 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 now misguided and you're distracted, focusing on other things instead of the really the potential relationship in front of you. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I don't think finding a great partner that's suitable for you should should be looked at as a sprint, even if you found that person relatively quickly. I don't think it should be looked at as a sprint. I think it's more of a marathon. Mm-hmm. Um because you you have to pace yourself and your pace may look completely different from someone else's but you have to really understand what's comfortable for you and what's completely outside of your comfort zone and you won't be able to really navigate and make the best decisions if you feel rushed because when you rush you tend to make decisions that you might later regret mm-hmm. and um, you know and honesty and communication they're really important in a relationship so you may and like if you guys what what's the term called if you guys don't have a a meeting of the minds or Mm -hmm. you guys don't get on the same page about where you are where you want to be like in the relationship so let's say you guys are you guys just met you guys are talking and maybe you maybe you want to get in a relationship or maybe with them or maybe you don't but you guys need to have a conversation about this and you can't just assume what the other person is thinking um, and then make decisions based on that. So you have to communicate and like go at the pace that you're both comfortable with. Mm -hmm. You guys are partners working towards something or that's the goal anyway. I think people should also be mindful of the external factors that can contribute to them potentially rushing Mm -hmm. or taking too much time. Mm. you know um because it can go either way like someone that's taking a really really long time to even try it, it it might not just be um 
on them. It might be hearing a voice in their head or hearing some, some, someone telling them um, things that really diminish their self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, or someone might be saying, you need to hurry up and get married and get out of here or it's, um, find it, someone. You're getting older or whatever it may be. And then you rush and then you're not even happy. It, but it's so it's so sad how like those influences can really affect and like pressure us to go at a pace that we're not comfortable with. And it literally could be any kind of pressure. It could be your friends. It could be your perception of where your life should have been at the point that it's at. Mm-hmm. You could say, I am, I don't know, I'm 32. I should have been married. Or you could say, I'm 25 and my parents... They, they were already married by by now so i meet this guy he's great let's let's get this ball rolling this mm-hmm. this all these things should be happening already yeah. based on the the way that their their parents um had done it and it's like you may or may not even know that you're doing it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. it's, it's crazy it, it's really it's easy to kind of chase a vision rather than like or it's easy to chase like um a picture in your mind mm-hmm. rather than being in the moment and really matching the vision that you have versus what you currently um, have in front of you in reality. Mm-hmm. Like you might look to yourself, you might say to yourself, I had this, um, I had this, uh, this plan. I had this idea in my head that by this time, this is what's going to happen. And um, I, I want it to look like this. Maybe you screenshotted a picture or have the relationship <laughs> goals and you're, yeah, and, 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 and you're saying like this is this is exactly what I need and that's it and it needs to happen right now because mm-hmm. of X Y or Z, and at at that point you're not really chasing um, reality and the opportunities in front of you. You're chasing something that's really hard to obtain because it's a image that you've created in your head. It's imaginary. It's imaginary. Yeah. And 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 at the end of the day, you have like the options that you have will be what's currently available in mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. Not what's in just not what's just in your mind. What's in your mind is what's going to help guide you. But um, yeah, don't don't beat yourself up and go at your own pace because you you don't want to do anything that you don't that that you're going to regret later on. Yeah, I think that would be the worst thing if you held yourself to some some standard that um, is someone else's or just something that that you made up. And you make decisions based on that and then you're not happy with the decisions that you made mm-hmm. and you look back and you have no reason why you came up with those or you're, you were using that, yeah. you know, so really, really think about what pace you're comfortable with as you begin making decisions in these yeah. potential relationships. I just thought of an example. If let's say one one, one person said um, we I really want us to move in together, maybe next month what do you think and then you don't want this person to go away and then you're saying i I really like this guy um so yes i'm ready and you're nowhere near ready for Mm -hmm. that you're afraid and as soon as you said it you knew you weren't you left and went home and you Mm -hmm. knew you weren't but you know maybe you were too afraid to say anything it's driven by fear you're driven by fear at the moment fear of that that opportunity being lost um, and but but at that point you're creating a trap for yourself um, because you're going to feel like I have to make it work now 
we're, we've combined our lives in, in like so many ways. We've bought furniture together. But honestly, you don't know what that other person is thinking. They could just be saying it because they maybe they have a friend that did the same thing and mm -hmm. they just mention it. Maybe they were pressured by one of their friends yeah. and they're just like, well, I'll just throw it out there. And maybe they don't even want you to move in yeah. and they're just saying it. Maybe they were hoping, just trying to be nice. Yeah, hoping you'd say no. You <laughs> know what I mean? So that's where the conversation comes in, the meeting of the minds and figuring out the pace that you guys are both comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll be surprised if that person just said it because they thought you wanted that. Because <laughs> they were like, I don't want this. Yeah. So... That leaves us to our next tip, which is one of <laughs> which the most kind of leads into this one, one. <laughs> um, which is the, the the sixth one is communication, um, and communication is the foundation of uh, like all of it. But it's it, but we're talking about this as like finding someone, meeting someone, finding love. But communication is like all your relationships, yep. your work relationships, your family, mm -hmm. even just strangers while you're in the, the store trying to check out, you know, you need to communicate yeah. like effectively so people can understand and you guys can get on the same page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even with that last example that we talked about, if, if, if that couple in the example communicated, communicated properly, then they may have been able to create a situation where they're both comfortable with, mm -hmm. And they're both going at their own pace and they both respect each other enough to understand, okay, that's what you want. This is what I want. We can still move it, forward it, in the relationship. It could have just been they wanted to spend more time together. So rearrange their schedule and mm -hmm. hang out one more day a week and that, yeah. that would be enough for them. You know what I mean? Like, but, but good communication allows you to get to the root of it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> It, it's you also got to be honest with yourself because just communicating the like nice words that you think the other person might want to hear is not good <laughs> you know that's not going to help anybody it's dis it's disingenuine it's disingenuine and it's going to like at some point you're going to be found out they're going to realize okay wait you you're not really this kind of person you said you were patient and, and it's, you clearly aren't you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like imagine if I said I was patient and that's what you needed and mm -hmm. I wanted to say what you wanted to hear. But honestly, that comes down to, you know, listening to what they say, but paying attention to what they don't say and mm -hmm. how they act. What they so do. I, I firmly believe like you pay attention to what someone does. And basically when someone shows you how they are, mm -hmm. believe them. Yeah. So you can't always go by what people say. Like you have to actually listen, like watch their actions. And what was that thing about the restaurant? Um, pay attention to the waiters. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's something that people say um, constantly about dating. Like when th the way that your date is, is treating a stranger where they're not worried about keeping their mask on to put their best foot forward um, in hopes of getting in a relationship with them, then that's probably their true self. Mm -hmm. That's probably what they're going to be to you two months from now when they're, they're comfortable. Not, yeah, they, they don't got the makeup on. They don't got the masks on. They don't got the like th their best foot forward. They're comfortable. So you get the real you get the real person. Yeah. So pay attention to how they treat the way that you treat everyone in, in, in your daily life um, is is a good indicator of how someone's going to potentially treat you, um, especially once the honeymoon phase stage is done. Yeah, because there is that mm -hmm. throughout this whole time of like dating and trying to find a good partner. Um, 
the initial stage is going to be a lot of magnetic um, connection and um, it's going to be the honeymoon phase. Everything is just going to feel great. And you like don't get caught up in making uh, rushed decisions mm-hmm. during that stage um, because the feelings will be heightened and communicate correctly communicate correctly throughout that stage because it will be very important um yeah be honest (laughs) yes honesty it's it's really gonna it's gonna help you especially when you are in situations that you you really need to tell the other person something and you are better off telling them exactly how you feel because that's going to really help you guys build trust and help them learn more about you because you're, you're progressing towards more. So being honest with them helps them learn how you are, the way you think. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they could be with you. Yeah. So we've established communication is one of the most important things in finding a good partner and also keeping a good partner. So I think that should definitely be added as a universal, um, uh, I guess, relationship goal yeah good communication what do you think yeah no i agree i like that one yeah because like the the main point of or yeah the main point of trying to find a good partner the main thing that you're trying to do is learn more about the other person and have the other person learn more about you and the only best way to do that is to communicate properly Mm-hmm. And if it's hard for you to do that, then it's going to be hard for you to find someone and keep someone. Yeah. Um, and then our last one, and it's in no particular order, like we mentioned, the last tip for finding a good partner is to not be misguided by lust. What does that mean? Well, we talked earlier about how um, in the beginning, you're going to have like a strong magnetic um, chemistry mm-hmm. or a strong magnetic pull. And that's like, that's like. You're talking about the love at first sight or are you talking about the um, just liking the way somebody looks? I'm talking about like the, the the entire newness of the relationship. And like maybe you didn't think this was possible. Maybe you didn't. And you're like, just so happy to be in a relationship it's, with it's him a or high. her because they're. Yeah, yeah. You, you're in a high, and during that period of, of, of you... Excitement. Of that excite, that initial excitement and that feeling, that, that initial high, um, you should not make decisions that are completely rushed um, because you're being guided mainly by your emotions and, um, and, and potentially lust. Mm-hmm. Um, and it should, and, and in order for you to... to to properly, um, to properly analyze a, a good potential partner for you, you need a combination of your heart and your mind. Um, so yeah, reason and logic can help a lot. Yeah, with with when you're in the relationship and you think back to, hey, remember I said I really needed this. <laughs> this person doesn't have this. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But like you need you need the physical attraction. You need to be physically attracted to the person that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but what, what we're saying is, don't let that be your only guide. Um, uh, I mean, looks fade. Looks can fade. You still need to like the person after the looks fade. Keep um, that in mind. So don't let that be your only <laughs> the, your only criteria. Um, yeah, they're not nice to you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, 
happen when the looks fade? What are you going to do? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're stuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so how do you know when you found the one for you? I say when you look at... So this would actually come after you've really gotten to know them. I feel like you can't really do that just after the initial introduction. Mm -hmm. So if you've made the parameters, the list of, you know, the different things that you need based on, you know, your personality, the way you are, the goals, your vision for your future, and you find someone that aligns with that, someone that you can envision um, a future with, you um, imagine your life together and you know, they're respectful to you. They communicate, um, you know, I forget the other um, universal ones we, we said, mm -hmm. but, and more importantly, you, you love them. Mm -hmm. You love them. You're in love with them and you want that future with them. Yeah. So if they check all the boxes, they're, they're good for you. All the important boxes. So if they <laughs> check I all some, I had some other boxes. <laughs> So if they check all the important boxes and um, maybe some nice to haves and they also feel the same way and you believe oh, that yeah. they're telling the truth. Oh, yeah. They have to feel the same way. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. then, you, then, you, then you found a, a potential great um, partner. What if they don't feel the same way? Then you have not found a good partner. <laughs> There's no way I to make I that work. I thought I should ask. <laughs> Do you just, think that could work? No, I just thought I should ask. I was curious what you'd say. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't last. It doesn't last because it, it's it's kind of it, it kind of goes back to being equally yoked. It's not just about religion and like um, direction in life. It's also mm -hmm. about feelings. If you don't feel the same way, and you're supposed to be carrying the same sort of load one person's going to be carrying more load than the than the other then you're not going to go in a straight line but what about we did that would you rather what about they're they're nice if they're nice uh -huh. but they don't love you we didn't they didn't say that we didn't say that they won't love you <laughs> all right that's they, a problem they're nice and they care a lot about you then if they care about you and they're nice then you can put in the work have great communication, go at your own pace, um, and make sure that you are honest with each other and you can have a great relationship. I think a lot of like... So you think you can have a great relationship without love? No, I think also have love. <laughs> also have love. I was love. just, it, I'm like, trying to understand. Yeah, that would you rather wouldn't... Uh, doesn't no, 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 not the would you rather. I'm just asking for me because I'm curious what you think. Yeah, I, th I think I think you'd need uh, you'd need some love because the the love creates respect, the respect creates love, and without so what about what if they respect you, they communicate with you, they're nice to you, you guys are friends, well, and they have love for you. Uh, but they're not in love with you. Well, then I guess it could work, but you'll also you'll 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 maybe feel like you're missing something. You're definitely missing something. Yeah, you'll 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 be missing something without the love, because then it will just be like a friend. But what what I do know is that when you do have love for someone, it makes you care more 
It makes you care more about respecting them and doing things for them. Because if you don't really love them and you're just nice, you can you don't do a lot of nice things just for random people that no, you it's have. No, not a random person. I you know. Relationship. I know. So if, if if it was a random person, you there are limits to what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have love for someone and you're in love with that with that person there's more that you would do that's why like when you watch movies and tv shows and whatnot like they 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 show the characters doing crazy things for the people that they love but when it's for someone else they do regular things but that's what you'd be missing the care you'd be missing the crazy thing yes (laughs) You'd be missing the crazy things that someone what? would do for you. And oh my gosh. But, but that energy creates a sort of care and respect for the person that you're with. Because you love them so much, you will try to respect them more. You will um, maybe compromise more. Mm-hmm. Like how, how, how often do you just compromise for any, any Joe Schmo? You know no, what I'm saying? it's not any Joe Schmo. But I get what you're saying. But because it's not, because it is someone that you love, you would try harder to compromise with that person. Not that you wouldn't compromise for anyone, but I think you'd try a little harder. I agree. I'm yeah. just I'm just testing him. I'm just curious. <laughs> I wanted him to go down this uh this rabbit hole with me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so let's say you you um uh you, you you found you found a great person for you, you found a great partner, they checked all the boxes. Is this the only person for you? Like, do you believe in the one? Is there only one person out there for you in the world? No, I don't think there's <laughs> only one. I think, I think, I feel like it's kind of like a range and a scale. Like, there are people who would be the absolute worst for you, and there are some people that would be the absolute best, and everybody else kind of falls on the scale in between. Mm-hmm. And, love love is a funny thing you could really fall in love with someone you don't expect to fall in love with yeah and i feel like you you could be in a relationship and have a very happy relationship it 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 could happen with a number of people um but it also takes you finding the person that's that's best for you and that's where you know it comes being intentional and making Mm -hmm. sure that you're thinking about the things you want because you could fall head over heels with someone that doesn't match anything that you want Mm -hmm. and they like it could it could work it would be harder um but i think there can be more than one the one yeah yeah i i agree i I know it's like a it's a it's a big topic and and a lot of people have different opinions on it but for me i think that um i think there's so many different people out there that could potentially be the one for you or the, the one that you choose. One the, of the ones. Yeah, you <laughs> just choose one of the ones. Like you, can, you can make a great relationship work with one of the ones. <laughs> it's also weird <laughs> the way we are describing it. <laughs> okay, so You guys let, get the point, though. Yeah, let me unweird it out. I think there are so many different um, possible people that could potentially be be a great partner for you um but the thing that's most important is did you put in the work Did the other person put in the work and 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 to actually create a good um lasting relationship if you can't make those things work 
even for someone that is more compatible with you, mm. has um, uh, the exact kind of vision that you would that would integrate best with your vision. If you don't have the opportunity to make a great relationship work for them, then that is not the one for you. They might be great and they might check off all the boxes. Um, but if you don't have the opportunity to actually make it work, then they're not the one for you because mm. it's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, and and it's also timing. If the timing isn't right, you know, then then that's not the one for you either. And the more you can the, the, the quicker you can understand that, the more you can get back into the get, get, get back into trying, you know, because when you get caught up and you say that was the only one. Yeah, that was the only person for me. But I, this is going to sound a little cold, guys, and I'm sorry. But if it if it didn't work out, then were they really the one? If you love something, let it go. And if it comes back. <laughs> then maybe you know, they were the one. But maybe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just because they come back. <laughs> but, but the point is, like, obviously, like, relationships are, relationships are difficult and they take work. Mm -hmm. But if the other person doesn't want to be with you or they um, aren't, you know, honest or they don't communicate or whatever the reason was, then are they really the one? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it, it also creates a sense of um, uh, dis disassociating the responsibility of trying when you say, well, they weren't the one. You know, because there may have been something that you could have done to to go outside of your comfort zone a little bit to um, to to help build the relationship instead of saying, well, if they were the one, they would have worked. But maybe that could have been the one if you had put more effort into it. Mm. So I think. I think sometimes in relationships, sometimes even after we might not take the time to look at the different the things we could have done differently it's so easy mm -hmm. to just put the blame on the other person but the only way you're going to be able to move forward and potentially make sure something doesn't happen again the way it happened previously mm -hmm. is to really look at the situation remove yeah. yourself take a step back and look at that interaction that whole relationship whatever it was mm -hmm. and say there are things I could have done differently too. Yeah, you really got to look look at yourself and see what you could have done better, what you've learned about yourself. I think um, oftentimes that burnout when, when it comes to dating, it, it, it comes from not being patient with yourself, not being patient with the process, um, and a whole bunch of other things as well. But these are the things that are just coming out of my head right now. Not being honest with yourself mm -hmm. early enough. Yeah. Because you could end up being in a relationship for a long time that you are already over, that you, you know, sh should have broken up, should have left because you knew they didn't meet what you wanted. You knew it wasn't going the way you had envisioned your life, but you already put in time with that person. Yeah. And you don't want to you don't want to give up. If you leave, you feel like you're wasting that time that you put in. Yeah. And I don't think time is enough of a reason to stay. Yeah, and it's actually also unfair to compare yourself with someone else's path because there are just so many variables involved that you really don't know someone else's life. You really don't know their journey. All you can see is the end result at that moment. Um, and, 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 and to compare yourself, like, you got to just make sure that with each experience that you have, 
you learn from it so yeah. that you can keep moving forward. Because just comparing yourself is not going to help. Comparing yourself with someone else's path is not going to help you move forward by itself. Um, Every Everyone's walk is different. And being happy for your friends on their walk because their journey is different from yours. Mm -hmm. You guys will not be getting married to the same person with the same characteristics. You guys don't have the same wants for your life. Mm -hmm. And recognizing that this journey that you're on to find, um, you know, the, the love of your life, the potential person, um, that's, that's a journey you're on by yourself. You're not bringing your friends along on your journey. You yep. know, you're, you're, you're going on that. You're looking inward at yourself, mm -hmm. the things you need to work on, the, um, the things you need as a person, um, in, and what you need out of a partner. Yeah. And an another thing, I, I know we've been talking a lot about this, but I think, um, if you can, you don't have to go through every painful experience in order for you to learn. Like, it's 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 okay to educate yourself about like better communication if that's something you feel like you can work better at and it will help increase the increase your chances of finding someone good and keeping someone good um talking to someone learning about like more about yourself like educate yourself educating yourself about yourself and about good um good uh, uh, good traits and good characteristics that help make a great partner mm -hmm. uh, that I think that could go a long way yeah and and that might involve reading books sometimes if you don't have um, great relationships modeled in your life you may have to expand that and look mm -hmm. outward um, further in the community um, instead of just winging it yeah instead of winging it and hoping hoping it turns out well yeah okay Great. So, I mean, relationships is a huge topic. Is, we could talk for days about this, but we don't have days right now. Um, I think uh, I think we've touched on a lot of really good um, ideas about how to find a good mm -hmm. partner. Yeah. Um, so now we're going to go into our next segment, which is money for the day. Yep. So the money for the day is fall in love with yourself first. Okay, so so you're saying I shouldn't just fall in love with someone else, the, like the one first? <laughs> no, you have to learn about yourself. You have to really get comfortable with yourself and who you are and secure in your identity and really love who you are because you're you. Mm -hmm. And in order to... Um, in order to be a great partner, a great um, spouse, you'll need to be secure in your identity so that when you do come together with someone else, you don't completely lose who you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got to know who you are or at least attempt to learn because it could be a lifelong process. Or just mm -hmm. It is going to be a lifelong process, but you have to have some kind of an idea. And if you don't love yourself, it's going to be very, very difficult to convince someone else to love you. Right. Yeah. Love yourself, value who you are and, you know, respect yourself. If you don't have the I guess. If you don't believe that you're that you're worth it and that you and, and love yourself, it it will be evident. It will it will sh shine through mm -hmm. in your interactions and you are going to be partnering with someone and you want them to fall in love with you and they want you to also love yourself they want you to have high self-esteem they want you to know your worth mm 
yep. in the relationship and just in general. Yep. All right. I think that uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. If, if you've made it to the end here, you are officially part of our family. You definitely know a lot more about our us. Our little story. Our little, <laughs> yeah, our, our, our story. Um, and yeah, we definitely appreciate it. So uh, one favor that we ask is to like, share, subscribe to the podcasting platforms on YouTube. Share it because, you know, if you found this valuable at all, um, definitely share it with someone that you think might want to hear it or might find value in it. Um, so until next time. Yeah, until next time. Thanks, guys. Bye.